Welcome to Young Black Misses, the podcast for newly married women. Let's have a conversation about wife life from love, friendship, money, food, and everything in between. Relax and let's get started. Episode of Young Black Misses. I am your host, Morgan F., and today's episode is all about black love. So I have the honor of talking to Casey Thompson, the hitch bitch, in the main event. And let me tell you a little bit more about Casey before we hop into the other segments. Casey is a badass boss woman and wife, mother, and organizational change manager expert at a top-notch Washington, D.C. consulting firm with more than a decade of experience. She's helped diverse clients navigate major shifts in business operations, culture, and worked one-on-one with individuals to help them embrace, adapt, and manage major changes. After getting engaged to the man of her dreams, Casey soon found herself struggling with what it meant to be married and be somebody's wife. Through her journey to stay a strong, independent black woman, she learned tactics that helped her and her girlfriends understand their emotions and be open to embracing chains while preparing to tie the knot. The Hitch Bitch Guide helps women be strong, independent, and self-aware while learning how to be open and vulnerable. Casey wants her readers to embrace their inner bitch, all while embracing their emotions to become their best selves and happy, healthy wives. Our conversation was absolutely incredible. And in honor of Black History Month, I'm dedicating this month to all things black. And so since it's young black misses, I had to have someone in the um, dating and relationship space to speak with us. So I hope you will enjoy our conversation, but we're gonna get into my favorite segment. Shaking my curls, uh-uh, I'm shaking my curls, uh-uh, I'm shaking my curls, shaking my curls, uh-uh, I'm shaking my curls, uh-uh, I'm shaking my curls, uh-uh, I'm shaking my curls, shaking my curls. So I realize, like, it's February, we're talking love, and I realize that everybody wants different things in a relationship. And I really, I'm really grateful to have had the opportunity or the knowledge before getting married to read this book called The Five Love Languages by Gary Chapman. I'm looking down at it right now. And so I'm going to share with you the five love languages before I shake my curls. So words of affirmation, quality time, receiving gifts, acts of service, and physical touch. And my love language is quality time and physical touch. And so like, if, if, if my husband and I are cuddling, like life is good, you know, cause it's hitting both. Like you spend a time with me and you touch me like bam, bam, thank you, sir. Or thank you, man. I guess that would have sounded better, but I'm shaking my curls at this. Because I've been in conversations with multiple, multiple friends. And then I, re- I, I, and I said this and I realized that's not their love language, Morgan. I'm really the type of chick that really doesn't need a, a man to buy me things. Gifts are nice. <laughs> Gifts are real nice. But actions are so much louder. So when I think about people that are bragging on getting a designer bag or you know, so-and-so buying you certain things, your your spouse or your significant other buying you certain things and that, that equates to them as love. I just kind of roll my eyes. But then I remind myself that, you know, maybe gifts is that person's love language. And as long as they understand that, then that's good. 
And I really think about that J-Lo song, Love Don't Cost a Thing. And I truly think that. Like, it doesn't matter about the things you can buy me. It matters about the time we spend together. It matters about you understanding what I care for as a person. That just speaks volumes to me. Um, I'm so curious, like, what is your love language? Do you know your love language from just reading that? What do you think? So let me know, slide into my DMs, or I might pose the question. Um, actually, it's not a bad idea. I might pose the question, like, what is your love language? And just kind of see what is your love language. And yes, I'm shaking my curls at people that are, their love language is uh, gifts. <laughs> not my thing but for you it might work okay on to the next segment what you chewing what i'm chewing okay i don't even know what this is called so went to aldi um and purchased a few of their bowls let me see i'm reaching for it now okay got the bowl so this is a Korean style sweet chili noodle bowl. It is vegan and it is ready in two minutes. And my husband made it and no shade, I don't think he made it right. But that's okay. We're gonna see what this is like. Oh, there's like a little liquid at the bottom. Huh. Okay, let's see. It's supposed to be a little spicy. Mmm. That's pretty good. Mmm. Wow. It has that kujuja, gujuja sauce in it that is spicy. I don't know how long these will be around. So, yeah. If you like hauls like this, well, you can always check my YouTube channel out where I do different hauls about little new finds that I find at the grocery stores. I'm hoping to go to Trader Joe's pretty soon and check out theirs and see what kind of haul they have or kind of stuff, new stuff they have so I can do another haul. But that's what I'm chewing. It's pretty tasty. All right, on to the next segment. Hello and welcome to the main event. I have a special guest with me, Miss Casey. Say hello. Hello, hello. Hey, girl. Hey. Yes. Hey, girl. Hey. Now, before I, I mean, you might could tell me this. Okay. I don't cuss on the show. I, I don't cuss on the show, but I had to say three cuss words reading your bio. Uh, <laughs> or maybe four. So the hitch bitch. Uh-huh. So tell my listeners a little about your work and how you got into the marriage space and being an author yourself of your book. Yes, yes. Well, first and foremost, uh, Morgan, thank you so much uh, for having me on your show. Um, I'm a huge fan um, of your work. You're doing such amazing things. Um, So I just want to first and foremost say that I am honored to even be a guest. Oh, thank um, you. Oh, yes. So so thank you for that. Um, So yeah, so in terms of me giving an introduction, um, yes. So uh, I will... um, give my background in terms of what I do by day and um, how I became a relationship um, expert by night. So um, by day, um, I am an organizational change management expert. So um, I work here, I reside in the Washington DC metropolitan area. So I work within the public sector. Um, And so my background is really helping organizations Um, make major transformations and changes um, within their organization. So um, what that means is that anytime there is um, something that's occurring that's going to impact people, um, whether it's a new system, a reorg, uh, new solutions, processes, and procedures, um, they bring in what they call a change management expert to handle um, that people side um, of the change. Um, and so what my specialty by day is, is working on major IT implementations with different federal clients. Um, And so, um, like I said, that's what I do by day and um, by night um, and something that I am so passionate about um, is that I am the creator of The Hitched Bitch. Um, And so just to give you a little bit of background, uh, Morgan, 
um, the birthing, I will say, of the hitch bitch came out um, of me getting engaged. Oh my gosh, I'd probably say like 11, almost 12 years ago. Mm -hmm. um, I, I know, right? Um, my husband and I, we've been married for over nine years now. Um, but the the whole idea and concept behind the, the hitch bitch was, um, I was super excited. I absolutely loved and adored uh, my boyfriend at the time, my fiance, once he proposed to me, um, his name is Gilbert, by the way. Um, and I just felt like, oh, I am ready. I am ready to be somebody's wife. Like, I just, I know it. Um, and then after I got the ring, I looked down at it, Morgan, and I was like, oh my gosh, am I really ready for this? <laughs> Like, am I ready to be somebody's wife? Like I'm in DC. I'm, all my girlfriends were single, you know, I mean, we're just, we're living a good life, you know, yeah, dipping and doing it, huh? <laughs> you know, trying to, and, you know, for me, I was just like, oh my gosh, like, this is a huge step. Um, and so there were, along with all of the excitement that one feels with being engaged and, you know, embarking on this new chapter, um, for me, I definitely had a mixture of emotions um, where I had a lot of fear. I had concerns. I wanted to make sure that I was prepared and setting myself up for success. Um, and so, like I said, with that, um, you know, it just, it was a lot of challenges and bumps that I went through, but I had an amazing fiance and now husband that helped me through it. Um, and so for myself, um, what I realized was that in my journey, I really felt like I could not share um, how I was feeling about making this transition. And when I say that, um, as a black woman, and when you're coming up on the age of 30, you know, a lot of times people will kind of, you know, put the pressure on you, you know, they'll say, all right, well, you know, you're coming of a certain age, you know, do you want to, you know, get married? You've got to take things seriously. So for me, I was really afraid, Morgan, that if I shared some of my concerns, that I was not going to get the really unbiased opinion. Um, so I kept it bottled up inside. Mm. Um, and I worked, I, I, I communicated to my partner, um, to my husband, um, I went to premarital counseling. I did one-on-one -on -one therapy. So I really just made sure it was kind of like my individual journey. Um, after we tied the knot though, that's when I kind of, kind of felt like, okay, whoo, I've made it through. And I started talking to all of these other women, Morgan, and I found out that a lot of other women had the same, um, concerns and fears that I did, but they were keeping it bottled up inside or weren't just really sharing it. Because when you think about your wedding um, in marriage, you only see the glitz and glamour, you know, right. you, you see all these viral um, engagements on Instagram and Facebook, and you just, you just see all of the, the, the real highlights and how it's this fairy tale but they really don't go or, or, and they also talk about how to plan your perfect wedding. Nobody's kind of talking about everything that needs to go on behind the scenes so that you can be mentally prepared for that step. Um, and so given that, um, like I said, my background's in organi organizational change management. Um, and so what I decided to do was try to figure out if there was a way I could create some sort of process or approach for women um, to be able to easily transition from being single to engaged to being married. Um, and so with that, I went out, I started interviewing um, actually hundreds of women. Wow. Um, over the course of a couple of years, I interviewed a series of different experts um, in the field of marriage and family. Um, I also have some um, sex therapists as well that provided great insights. Um, and so saying all that to say, um, I was able to put together this book and it was called, um, I won't even say was, is called The Hitch Bitch's Guide to Going from um, Fiance to Badass Boss Wife. Um, and the reason I know your, your listeners, and you were probably also wondering where did the bitch come from? Um, <laughs> yes. 
Um, and so it came from a, a, in an honest and an authentic place of how I engage with some of my closest girlfriends. And it's honestly a term, a term of some people might say endearment, but how could it be endearment? Um, but it's one of those things where um, we use it jokingly and yeah. we'll, say, we'll say like, what's up, bitch? Hey, bitch or bitch. You know what I'm saying? Like when they're trying to keep it real with me. And there's all different meanings to it. I feel you. It's kind of like girlfriends, you know, <laughs> when they yeah. have the, the, uh, the bitch, the bitch, uh, what's the name? This is going to be a lot of cussing. Sorry, guys. <laughs> um, uh, the little, oh, well, you're saying it too much. I, I'm sorry. I binge watch Netflix. Oh my goodness. Okay. I'm, I'm going to let you finish. I'm sorry. <laughs> No, you're totally fine. Um, but so many things that you were saying made me think of exactly how I felt. And I said that before we got on this call, like that's exactly how I felt. Like even in the first couple of episodes of, of this podcast, if you guys go back and listen to the first season, I'm addressing, I don't know what it feels like to be a wife, you know? Yeah. And knowing that I'm not the only person that feels like that is great. So, yeah. you know, just couple years later I still don't feel like I still don't feel like, like I'm like somebody's wife I just feel like that's my man and we're together you know yeah so. and and that's how it that's how I feel like it should be um and so you know with the whole hitch bitch concept like I said it, it's an umbrella brand um it is it's going to be a series of different books um, and content that is meant to help women. Um, but one of the things I really liked about the whole bitch, um, I'll just call it a, a hitch bitch state of mind is that a lot of times people look at bitches kind of being harsh, you know, that, oh, she's got to be aggressive or whatever the case might be. And I do think there is an aspect of that. Um, but in terms of the way I embrace it, I really look at it as a way for me to really stand on, stand in my truth, just who I am. Um, the whole hitch bitch thing, like you guys are like getting how I talk and engage with, like I said, my inner closest circle of girlfriends. And like, these are women that have everything from, you know, your, your bachelor's degree to your PhDs, you know what I'm saying? And we just use it very casually. Yes. Um, but what I've learned, Morgan, is that over, you know, my, you know, nine plus, you know, years, well, I'm moving toward that 10 year mark. Um, you know, I, what I've learned is that I, I've really had to come into my own and just really, you know, be strong in my stance, whether it's boundaries, whether it's, um, you know, effectively communicating, you know, whether it's, you know, going after what I, what it is I might want from a career perspective, it's just really been more of a focus on confidence for me to just be like, yeah, like, like I'm a badass bitch, like, like I own it. It's good, you know? Um, and so, you know, and also I just want to kind of quickly go back to one of the things that you had mentioned is that, you know, you can study as much as you want to on a variety of subjects, but there is nothing that you can study that is going to prepare you to be a wife or a husband or have like a legit, successful, happy, healthy marriage. Like mm. there, there's nothing. Um, and so it's one of those things where literally every day you're just kind of, working on building, you know, the foundation to your house, um, your, your marriage house, you know, and making sure that you have that solid foundation that you can build on that. Um, and that you and your partner can really create that happy home life. Oh, I love all of that. I'm, I'm just so happy that there's this avenue within your brand that are speaking to like women, black women about this. And so, you know, the conversation I definitely want to have with you is about your, you know, your, your thoughts mm -hmm. on, um, you know, black love and marriage being a, a wife. And so like the first thing I'm curious about, I see you on, on the gram with the mm -hmm. factoids and I'm here for it. I need to make a reel, like sidebar. I know, but you make them look so freaking fun. I'm like, I just need to get up there and just do something. I don't know what I would do, but I, I could do something. But what would you say is your best piece of advice for like someone newly married or maybe even newly engaged? Yes. Yes. Um, okay. Actually, before I get into 
that. Yeah, what's up? I wanted to just quickly mention to the ladies that um, in terms of the process um, that I developed for the Hitch Bitches Guide, um, one of the things that I developed, like I said, was a five-step process in terms of helping women transform or transition. Um, And one of the cool things I think that I did not highlight that I wanted to um, highlight for you um, is that it's really rooted in a lot of business-minded principles. Mm. So, you know, if you're a woman that does kind of like a process or just kind of say, okay, how can I organize my thoughts or approaches? Um, I infused a lot of different organizational change management concepts um, from a business perspective into this approach. And that's one of the things that helped me on my journey. And that's what I've been sharing with women. So, um, yes. Yeah, so, and I'm going to talk more about that, you know, hopefully later, um, you know, and I definitely try to do that on my social media channels, but I just wanted to reiterate that really, really quickly. So thank oh, you. No. That, Morgan. Girl, say your things. I'm here for it because that, because you know, it makes sense because I literally wrote down while you were talking, change ma- a maker, dot, dot, dot. That makes sense. You know, like the things that you were saying, you know, it makes sense why A, you'd, you'd want to talk to people and understand connecting your job, which I think made sense as to why you made sure you said, well, die day, this is what I do. So, you know, I like full circle things. I'm here for it. But yes, I definitely want to know like the best piece of advice you have for um, like a newly engaged or a newly married woman. Absolutely. Um, So I've got three high level pieces of advice that kind of just come to mind. Um, And the first one, which may seem very cliche, um, and me and my husband talk about this all the time, is just really learning to be patient with not only yourself, but also your partner. Um, And like I've mentioned before, there is no book on how to have the perfect marriage. And you think, I think when you get that ring, you're like, oh yeah, I'm ready. I know what I'm going to do, you know, but you have no idea what twists and turns um, you're going to have on this, you know, amazing and rewarding ride that you've got with your husband. Um, But at the end of the day, you know, there's going to be a lot of happiness. There's going to be a lot of sadness, a lot of challenges, but, you know, it's one of those things where I think that if you can be patient together um, and be open to learning together and be forgiving, um, I think that that is one of the pieces of advice that I would give um, newly engaged women. So being patient. Um, The second one would be to communicate and not just talking, because I think that's what people think like, oh, well, I talked to my partner, you know, but it's really taking time to actively listen to them um, and then really take time to understand, you know, what they're communicating word-wise, what you're hearing, and then also being able to see what type of body language is being communicated as well. Um, I think body language is telling like my husband, he can tell sometimes by the way I'm sitting or by a facial expression that something is not right. And so of course that takes years to build, but I I say that that's that 10 years showing up right there. (laughs) (laughs) He was like, you're sitting that way. What's wrong with you? I'm like, you don't know me. And I'm like, you do know me. (laughs) Um, And then the last piece of advice, you know, as a change management, um, you know, professional, I would just say embrace change. Like you guys are in this to grow together. And I think a lot of people, um, those I'll just say, you know, close friends um, and acquaintances that I have seen where their relationships have maybe not been able to be as successful as they wanted them to be, or maybe it has resulted in divorce or separation. Um, I think that where they probably struggled was they didn't realize that when you're, when you're married, it's really growing on a journey together. You're both growing at your own different paces. Like I'm growing, my husband Gilbert is growing, um, but it's, are you guys in this to grow together? 
you know, and try to figure out how to balance that. So, you know, if you want things to stay the same, then I would say, don't even think about marriage because it's not going to stay the same. The way I felt 10 years ago is not the way I felt three years ago is not the way I felt or the way I do things um, today. So, so those are my three pieces. I love all of those. Definitely the, the thing that I'm noticing, I even had a podcast about it, like evolving versus changing. So like embracing that change that happens with your, with your partner is something I wish someone would have told me. So, you know, thank you for that. <laughs> yeah. And I think, you know, I think too, sometimes like our parents and, you know, you know, those people that we look up to marriage wise, Morgan, I think sometimes they do give us like that cliche information, or sometimes they may not even feel that it's important. They're like, oh, they'll just figure it out. You know, people change, but they don't really talk about it. We're so consumed with, you know, like I said, now it's how can we have this fabulous engagement bachelorette party photo shoot? How can I get this big ring? How can I get my ceremony to go viral? Um, or how can I create this experience and not think about how you're creating, they're thinking about how do I create a temporary experience mm-hmm. instead of a lifetime experience and everything yeah. that goes into that. My mom always says, have the wedding or like, oh, I'm going to jack it up. She says it so many times. Basically she's saying like, you know, you can plan your wedding, but like, you know, live your marriage, like focus on the marriage is basically what she's saying. She's yeah. going to get on me for not saying her blessed quote. She, you know, <laughs> you know you're, you're a mom, you know, you moms have all them things y'all be saying all the time. Okay. okay. It comes when it needs to come. I know what she meant, but, um, That's exactly what you mean too. I know what you're saying. I wanted to get your take on, since I don't want to talk about anybody else's business, I want to talk about some celebrity business, you know, <laughs> we're going to keep it funky. I'm you know? here I wanna... for it. yes, bring it on. Okay, so I want to say it was the top of this year where there was this whole, you dig, about Lori Harvey versus uh, Sierra's prayer versus Lori Harvey's finesse, because, um, the backstory from what I understand is that after Sierra, the singer folks get into it, yeah. uh, was with uh, Future and that whole debacle that ended in a, a beautiful child, but a very like, I guess, really bad breakup, you know? Yeah. Um, so then yeah. she prayed uh, for someone like her husband now, which is that Wilson, that quarterback of the Seahawks or something like that. Russell yeah. Wilson, there we go. <laughs> Look at that <laughs> pullback. But then people were like, do you want to have that type of prayer? Or do you want to have Lori Harvey's life where she's out here dating dudes and doing her thing? You know, reportedly she might've been with, with um, (laughs) the son and the father, you know? (laughs) Oh yeah. Diddy, right. (laughs) Diddy, Diddy, Diddy and the son. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah, but you, yeah, it's just like living her best life. I mean, she's what well, she's like in her twenties, like do her thing. So, yeah. what is your take on that? That whole Sierra's prayer versus Lori's finesse. Oh do you have a preference? Do you do you think women should even be thinking like that? I mean, what's your take? Oh my gosh, um, that is a good good question. Uh, so, honestly, like when I really think about it. I love both and (laughs) you know what I'm saying like and I know that so I know Sierra's in her 30s and you know Lori's in her 20s but you know it's interesting when people say you know this is Sierra's prayer you know and you know um, that she you know really put this in place and I definitely agree you know um, you know from a spiritual aspect you know that you know, we pray for certain things that we right. want to see come to fruition. We also manifest those things as well. Um, but looking at both women, I mean, gosh, they are both beautiful women, even though we'll take looks out of the piece. Um, I would say that I like the fact, and I, I think that if women can do a combination of both, why not? You know, and I don't think, I know that I did read some stuff um, and I say stuff, I read articles where people kind of said, all right, well, that's cool if you're young to do that. But my thing is, if you're in your thirties and you still want to date, you know, different guys to kind of get a feel like go for it, you know, like that's how you're going to find 
the guy, you know, that's for you, you know, you, it's like trying on a ton of different shoes. Like, you know, how women are, we can't just try on one pair. We got to try on several. A couple of them. For me, it's blouses. I need a couple outfits. I need a couple blouses. I got, I can wear one pair of jeans, but I need a couple blouses, you know, I gotta have different tops. Yeah. But I mean, like, why not? Like, I think that when, I think for women to really you know, figure out what they want. You've got to date all types of guys. You've got to date those ones that you're just head over heels in love with, but maybe, you know, things don't go your way, you know, and even though I would never recommend somebody seeking a toxic relationship, you know, there is, I will say this, there are lessons to be learned. And I think Sierra has done a and a, an excellent job of communicating that, that mm-hmm. there were certain decisions that she had made that led her to be in the unfortunate toxic relationship she was in with future. But what Sierra did was she realized and she recognized that behavior. And she said, I don't want to do that anymore. I want to change. I must change if I want to see different results. And so right. she conscious effort. But how did she get to that point? She did the Lori Harvey approach. She dated this guy, that guy to be like, okay, this works, doesn't work. Boom. You know, and now she's found Russell and, you know, they appear to be very, very happy. And I I hope that they, you know, continue along, you know, um, because I I just absolutely love the two of them. Oh yeah. You're right. They definitely do look very happy. And I love seeing their stuff on um, social media. I'm like, oh my gosh, the kids and everything. I'm like, oh God. I, I, I think that's one thing. I just love seeing I love seeing love. Love is beautiful, but something about seeing black love, seeing black people together. um, And I feel like just because families have been easily separated due to, you know, death or being killed or uh, incarceration within the black community that seeing people together and yes, they're celebrities. Again, we're talking about celebrities because I'm not trying to be anybody's business, but just seeing them together are seeing you know just black couples together really is like something to aspire to now personally i had my grandparents on here the first season and that was like my first like love episode and they've been they've been together for 60 years right they're in their 80s and um unfortunately my grandfather he has been away from my grandmother for a while because he hasn't been very well um And so he had a fall and he just hasn't been very well since then. And so like, I, what'd you say? I was saying, I'm so sorry to hear. I hope he- Oh, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. It's just, I feel for my grandmother because I know like that's the only person she's loved like that. And it just, it just hurts. But like seeing them as an example, um, even, even my grandparents on my, on my mom's side of the family, they're no longer with me, but I just like, you know, seeing those different couples and different people in my life has really shown me that you need to date. Like you said, dating around is good, um, <laughs> but it's okay to have like it's. I mean, dating around you, you, it's okay to have a lot of fun. I, I went on dates. I had I had a little some boyfriends, you know. So I did my thing. I'm with the finesse, you know. Yeah, go for it. Like my I colleagues like, were great. Like as a woman you should not limit yourself. Do not date in a box. And I know some, there are some women that are just kind of like, no, this is what I need to do. Yeah, like, like, girl, you only live once. You know, if you don't go out there and date that guy, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, you, ne- you never know. You had no clue. So you might as well. The, the, the worst you can say is, well, that was a bad decision. And then yeah. you just move, move on. on. <laughs> Right on. <laughs> hey, so why are we talking about celebrities this this is my last celebrity question but well until we play the game then we're gonna go back to the celebrities but it's okay, okay. Yeah. so um i recently watched that wendy williams movie and you don't you don't need to watch this movie to know what's the deal like you know she's she's divorced now the relationship ended not so well you know and there was cheating and I in my opinion like ego and codependency and like trauma love all these things that were just not good in a relationship and so my question to you is what do you think are those red flags when we're dating like kind of like how Sierra had with her future but like what do you think are those red flags when you're dating I know my red flags but (laughs) what is your take 
look, okay, look, I have a whole list, okay, <laughs> red flags, like, in my head, and it's, well, I'll just first and foremost say this, like, as women, like, our intuition and gut instinct is so good, like, we know, we know when we need a guy, if something does not feel right, it's just, we choose to ignore that feeling and just be like, well, I'm gonna give them a chance or be like, oh, you know, maybe, maybe I should just kind of push that feeling that I have to the side because, you know, he's probably a good guy or we might be able to build something, you know, but we always see the red flags. We always do, especially once we get out of the relationship, we were like, man, he did this, this, and this, like we should have known, we, we should have known better. Um, so in terms of red flags, um, one of the red flags I would say that's coming to mind for me is that if you are dating an individual and we'll just say you've been dating them for some time, but you don't see any growth with them and you just kind of see them just being real stagnant or not wanting to move the relationship forward. Um, I think that if you're at that stage where you're looking for some sort of committed relationship, you know, maybe say, all right, that's like my legit boyfriend slash girlfriend type of thing. Or if you're looking to actually be married to someone, if you don't see any progress or that person doesn't seem like they're maturing the way you would like to see them to mature so that you guys can really be a true partnership, I would say that's a red flag, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and that's something that I would encourage women to think about, you know, you can't, I would say your time is precious for you to sit and date a guy for four, five, six, seven, ten 10 years or whatever. And you're not seeing, I mean, personally, I think some of those time frames can get excessive, but really think about that. You know, if you're growing, but they're not growing like, yeah, that's a red flag. Mm-hmm. Um, The second one that comes to mind is that if they don't vibe with your family or your friends, it's not going to work because the thing is, and my, again, and this is in my opinion that, you know, if you have at least I'll say a solid relationship. It doesn't have to be an amazing relationship with your family. um, But I'm hoping if you have your friends that you actually like your friends. But, you know, if there's somebody that's, you know, really confrontational or defensive or is not interested in getting to know, you know, your friends or family, I would say that's a red flag, you know, because once you guys, again, get into a committed relationship and you decide you might want to walk down the aisle with this person, you're spending the rest of your life with them and you don't want to have any type of drama later on with them. I'm shaking my head to that one too. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Let me see. Um, I would also say probably to piggyback off of that, like someone that's not open to feedback or they're defensive about everything. So part of being in a relationship is being able, like I said, originally, um, you know, a little earlier is being able to communicate. And my husband Gilbert is constantly like, we're always talking to each other. You know, I give him feedback. He gives me feedback, you know, and the thing is like, if you are doing that early on in a relationship and that person seems to like get offended and they shut down or they start having attitude, if that's just why you all are dating, imagine what it's going to be like when you're married. Girl. <laughs> uh-uh, I'm not doing that. You need somebody that wants to say, all right, how do we, how do we collaborate? How do we compromise? How do we find some happy medium? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I will say in marriage, it's never always 50-50. People will say it is. Sometimes it's like, Sometimes it might be 70, 30%. Sometimes it might be 60, 40. Sometimes it's 50, 50, but you got to come to some compromise. Um, 80, 20, 90, 10. I mean, girl, keep it real. And, and, and that's for us women. That's for, that's for the wives. We always win, right? So it's not for the husbands to win. <laughs> <laughs> um, let me see. Um, yeah, maybe uh, just one more, you think? Yeah, um, I would say... Hmm. They don't support you. That's mm. what I say. Um, That's a big red flag. Wow. I mean, there's a flag going to put. <laughs> no, that's a big one. Yeah. 
um, and they don't make you feel good about yourself. And there's a lot mm. of men that are in relationships with men that don't support them, don't support their dreams and don't lift them up and let them know they're the queens that they are, you know? And if he can't do that while you're dating, uh, uh-uh. no, move on, move on. So I got one. I know my mom says she always says you want to date someone that's good to you and good for you. Yes. yes. Go ahead, yes. mom. Yes, mom. We got the, we got that one right. Okay. I'm giving mom a virtual high five over the yeah. call. But from, okay. So we've, and another one that I could think of when I was in a, was in a relationship, I thought this was this, he was it boo. Like I, at the credentials and at, on paper, he just seemed like, yes, I'm about to be Mrs. So-and-so and, <laughs> that man would never hold my hand in public. What? And I'm like, affection in public? Uh. Like, why is he? He will never. Hold. And I remember like grabbing his hand and he would kind of flick me off like Melania style. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and so, uh, ooh, red flag for me, Casey, for no. real. Because but, that's like kind of like your love language. You want to feel that, yes. that, that affection. So I get it. I get it, girl. But I didn't, I didn't know about the love languages then. Like me and my husband, that's funny that you mentioned that. Me and my husband actually have the same love languages, physical touch and quality time. Oh, we yeah. have the same, which is bomb. Yes, that is awesome. That is awesome. And then I just remember that off the top of the dome, but <laughs> yes. Okay. But okay. So we've talked about the bad, you know, the red flags and all that good stuff. But what would you say are some healthy habits? Maybe just like two healthy habits in a marriage yeah um okay let me think um I would say taking time healthy I would say a healthy habit at least for me and my husband is that you know we take time to find common interests you know that we can both do you know and it's really just so that we can maintain our connection you know personally, you know, physically, spiritually, emotionally, sexually, but just really making sure that we find time to bond. And it doesn't have to be over some crazy trip to the Maldives, which I cannot wait to travel once COVID is gone. Um, But it could just be us like sitting and binge watching stuff on Netflix, you know, or it could be us, you know, doing cooking. We love to work out together. Um, So, you know, it's really just taking time to have a common interest in just enjoying each other. Um, So that's, to me, one healthy habit in a marriage. Um, And then the second one, um, this is a little bit about not only being married, but also having two little kids. Um, I've got a one-year-old and I've got a four-year-old. I've got a one-year-old that's like going on 22. So she thinks she's like really grown. (laughs) But but what I've learned is that um, you really have to Being in a healthy marriage, um, you have to also be able to be a good team. You know, you have to feel that you can rely on them, that they're willing to trade off duties. You know, like my husband is phenomenal. Like, you know, he's okay with doing laundry. He can do our daughter's hair, you know? And I know there are a lot of men that might feel that that's outside of their duty. Um, You know, that maybe that is for women, but in 2021, in our marriage, you know, I have found that, you know, being a really good, you know, tag team or partner in crime has really made us have a healthy thriving marriage. Cause I don't feel like I have to take on the burden, um, of a lot of things that I know some women do have to in their relationships. So. Mm, I love that. The team player is so much to me. Like I joke on my lives when I do my cooking lives that, cause I'm messy when I cook. And I always say, oh, the maid's going to come and clean it up. And I'm referring to my husband. I really need to probably stop doing that. But <laughs> because I don't want anybody to think I, A, have a maid or that I, B, look down at my husband and just call him the maid. Like, no, like he, like when we first got into this relationship, I was in grad school and he would do my, he would do the dishes a lot uh, when he would come over because I just, I just didn't have time. And so he never stopped. And he's like, I really like doing dishes. It's very relaxing to me. So I'm like, okay, cool. The maid. Right. Having having that teamwork. Yes. And sharing interests. Like we love wine. We love food. We love uh, family. So like, I agree with both of those things that you said. And before I let you go, I did want to play a quick game of my favorite game. Yes. Okay. Well, 
tell me how to do it, but I, I okay, I will. And I'm actually, I don't normally do this. I don't normally just give names of people, but because this is about love, I, I allowed it, but okay. I grouped them together. So the Michaels, all right, who are you marrying? Who are you dating? Who are you dumping? Michael Ely, Michael B. Jordan, or Michael Strahan? First oh of all, do you know all these people? Yes, I do. Sorry, I was processing it in my head. So you said, <laughs> who am I dumping? Yeah, who are you dating? Who are you uh, Who are you marrying? Who are you dating? Who are you dumping? Oh my gosh, that's so tricky. Okay. <laughs> I know. Uh, because they're both like, all they think both so cool. Okay, um, Ely. Uh, okay, I want to show you got an Ely. Jordan. Okay. Um. All right. So I would say, all right. Um, I'm going to go with my gut. Um, I would, I'm, I would marry Michael Strahan. And the reason being is just because of the way I've seen him engage yeah. uh, on TV, he looks like he's so much fun. Like he's hilarious. He's very personable. He, um, seems like he really enjoys family, like with his girls. Um, and so for me, I love a man, hence why I married my husband, that, um, that can make me laugh, you know, that can make me feel special that I would enjoy. And that's also willing to do crazy things. Like I saw Michael Strahan, like doing something on a stripper pole, you know, like for like some, for one of his like good morning America things. So like, I'm like, that's extreme. Like I need a man that feels comfortable doing things outside of the norm. So, so I would marry Strahan. Um, you said the other one was date, right? So yeah, date or dump. Oh, um, okay. So I would have my finesse like, um, Lori. So I would date Michael B. Jordan. So I would date him. Um, and I feel bad, but I would dump Michael Ely, even though I liked him in the, what was the movie with, um, Tahari? Um, P. Henson. What was that movie? Even if I forget, um, think like a man. Wait, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, like think, like think, think, think like a man. Yes, that's it. Yep, that's <laughs> yeah, it. But that's, I forget that, but um, Steve Harvey book that's based off of, yeah, that my dad exactly, made me read. Mm -hmm, but, I remember. Um, but yeah, I mean, either way, you know, uh, for me, it's more the personality and experience. I know for some women, it might be looks. The first, looks. But, um, but yeah, that's that's who I would. That's who I would stick with. Yeah. I agree with you just because I, I don't like an overly handsome guy. So I, I stand stump. I stand at stump. Yeah. I, I approve what you just said. Stamp of approval. That's what I was trying to say. All right. Okay. So <laughs> here's the next one. Conversations, cuddling or kissing. Which one are you marrying? Which one are you dating? Which one are you dumping? Now that's normally how I play the game. I, I let you have an easy one the first round. Dang, conversations, cuddling or kissing. kissing. Yep. Um, whoa, um, conversation first, because clearly I'm a talker. So um wait, I'm marrying that, right? That's right, what you're marrying that. Yeah. <laughs> um, I guess I'll date, I'll date the kissing. Yeah, you know, you gotta have that affection and dumping the cuddling, probably. Yeah, I would say, yeah, yeah. I was with you and say, like, I'm probably going to date them all because I need them all. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, you really do. I'm like, darn it. How do I pick? But look, I look and my husband will be like, you need to make sure the kissing is up in there. But okay, look, let's make sure Gilbert gets his kisses. Okay, look, <laughs> all right. All right. Last one for you. And I, you know, this one is Sierra's relationship, Lori Harvey's mm -hmm. quotation, freedom or <laughs> oprah's partnership which one are you marrying which one are you dating which one are you dumping mm, i'm marrying sierra's marries because i just i just love them mm -hmm. i am gonna date oprah's partnership because it works for them and Lori's freedom oh i'm dumping that because that joint we all know that might be gone in like a couple a couple of months but hey you had a good time so it is what it is Ugh. I think, yeah, I stamp of approval on that. I mean, yeah, okay. I agree with you because I don't know. The single life was not my friend. I had a whole song about it. I just couldn't be out here <laughs> dipping and doing it. Now she, she got it. Go, go ahead, Lori. Go ahead. Boo. But I mean, it, it takes she work. Figured, 
she's in her 20s I'm in my 30s I don't know how old you are but like that's that's beyond me so I just <laughs> let's just let that go let's just go ahead and let that go oh my gosh well thank you so much for chatting with me this has been super fun you have been amazing Morgan I'm so excited I can't wait to collaborate again so oh, this was okay. so amazing Oh, I look forward to that. All right, listeners, we're going on to the positive tip. But Casey, you stay there. Okay. The positive tip. Oh, I'm so excited to have Casey on the podcast. And I think the biggest thing um, that I took away from our conversation um, was she's, I love the, um, the healthy relationships when she said like communications and common interests and um but like like i mentioned when we were talking i think it's really important to know that people are going to evolve and change and i i learned that in the first couple years of of uh, my marriage and now if i had somebody that would say something that obvious i feel like i wouldn't be wouldn't have freaked out as much as i did like oh my gosh what is going on So that's what this podcast is all about. Like we are here to have those conversations about wife life and all the facets that there are. And so I was just so appreciative to have KC on the podcast. And if you gain value from this episode, please share with a friend. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss a minute of all that we have in store and definitely wherever podcast platform you're in please leave me a review five stars five stars and i'd love a written review too that would be super dope okay so next episode is going to be on um in not next week but the week after so the 4th of march and i am towing talking to some boss babes in march and i can't wait for you to meet miss jasmine Ray Lynn, we talk all about mom life, being a, a, a owner of a public relations firm. So buckle in for that. Okay, as always, you can find me on Instagram and Facebook at uh, Young Black Misses. Also find me on YouTube, Young Black Misses, and my website, youngblackmisses.com. Check out the blog. Okay, I've talked enough. (laughs) I'll see you guys next time. Thanks so much for listening. Peace.